0: We are joined right now by our Senator Rick Scott. Appreciate it, Senator Scott.
1: Well, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be controversial that we have our Bill of Rights and we have rights and they ought to be defended. <clears throat> I'm I'm thankful that the Supreme Court understands we have rights and they ought to defend it. So uh it's ridiculous that we have to have a conversation about it.
0: Yeah, no no question about it. And you know, s- specific to the the broader conversation, <clears throat> obviously you have a a measure before the United States Senate right now that 14 Republicans voted in favor of continuing debate earlier in the week. Uh, you and, and Senator Rubio, not among them. When last we spoke a few weeks ago, you'd indicated the difference between state policy and federal policy. Obviously, you were governor and, and spearheading the 2018 Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School Safety Act, measures which go further. generally speaking, than what seems to be proposed in in the Senate right now. But you mentioned the the differences between appropriate policy at the state level and federal policy applying to all states. Uh, Did that factor into your decision to to oppose this? Well, first off, I've I've said
1: all along that every state ought to figure out how to do risk protection orders, but we have to do everything we can to support our Second Amendment rights. Um, And we cannot allow any... um, risk protection order that doesn't include significant due process like we did in Florida. So here's my problem with this. Number one, they didn't go through a, <clears throat> a process like we did. Like what we did in Florida is after the horrible shooting at Parkland, I brought people from mental health together, law enforcement, and educators, and came up with their ideas in a transparent manner. First off, we didn't even know what's in this bill until today. This is only Thursday. Tuesday, Tuesday night at like 6 o'clock. We get the bill, and within an hour, we have to vote on whether we want to proceed. I mean, that's not the way you should do this. That's number one. Number two is Florida requires significant due process. Uh, like if you threaten harm to yourself or somebody else, then then what, what can happen in Florida through law enforcement, through a legal process to the courts, you can temporarily take somebody's gun away. That's, there's no due process requirement in this. There's none. So we're going to give money to states to do risk protection orders with no due process. Next, here's, here's a crazy thing. In this bill it says if you're a convicted domestic abuser and you lose your gun rights because you've, you've abused um, your significant other, you immediately at the end of five years, whether you've changed your stripes or anything, you immediately get get your gun rights back. I, I went through clemency. I did clemency cases every 90 days. What you do with clemency is you review to see if, you know, people have changed their stripes. Domestic violence is a significant issue, and it puts primarily women at significant risk, and we've got to be very careful. So I'm not going to do soft on crime things. Um, So there's – now, there's things I I like in this. There's the Lucan and um, Alex School Safety Act, which codifies what President Trump did, which is a – uh, clearinghouse that tells you where the best practices are in schools. I like that. They didn't put in something else. I've been pushing for the Secret Service to do more threat assessments uh, of schools. Uh They didn't, you know, they 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 just. But the, I mean, this was rushed. It doesn't have due process. It has automatic automatic restorations with on the domestic abuser, which without them knowing, if anybody's changed how they are. You can't do
0: it. This is not the way you should pass legislation. No committees, no hearings, no amendments. And to pick up on what Senator Scott was just talking about, specific to risk protection orders, red flag law, so in in Florida, we have law enforcement in particular that has to file the petition. Law enforcement alone, I, as I was breaking down recently, you already have states like Hawaii goes the furthest of any at this point, where you could have a co-worker that goes ahead and files the petition directly. You could have a uh, educator that does that, and, and there's not that level of additional scrutiny there before action is taken. That's the you know, type of violation of, of due process the Senator is talking about. And so, Senator, what you're talking about, if if this legislation becomes law, ultimately, the money at the federal level thus tax money from Fordians could go to fund a lack of of due process in a state like Hawaii or other states that would doubtless put in you know similar types of policies
1: absolutely and that's not right so i'm going to and, and by the way let's remember we 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 should be doing school safety that's how this focus is on this this is the, I mean, this is, this is not focused on school safety. You look, at, you look at what happened in Parkland. The bill we passed was focused on how do you make Florida schools safer? And that's what every state ought to look at. Every state, every parent, how do I make my school safer?
0: So your expectation about this legislation looks like it has the support necessary to clear the Senate. Is that still the lay of the land?
1: Yeah, I, right now, no one that I know of that voted to proceed has said they're not going to vote for the bill. And we're not, they're not going to allow us to make it better. They're not going to allow us to take any amendment votes. And, you know, their goal is to get it to pass it today. So we get it Tuesday night at about 6 o'clock, have to vote to proceed within an hour without, you know, making sure we have the time to really carefully know what was in it. Not part of the conversation at all. Um, and then uh, they're
0: going to pass it within two days. Senator, while we have you, uh, President Biden's gas tax proposal your thoughts about that? Well,
1: look, it's just a distraction. He wants to, he wants to say he did something, but he's going he's to redo. If, if this happens, right, then your gas, your gas price will go down a few cents uh, per gallon for a very short period of time. But he won't do anything to actually bring gas prices down. He won't open up the Keystone Pipeline. He won't allow more safe drilling in this country. He doesn't want people to have more permits to drill safely. He said this is an incredible transition. Okay, he is anti, um, you know, fossil fuel. And by the way, what he's doing is making this our country weaker, our families poorer, ruining our economy. He's pushing us into a recession, but he doesn't care because he is just hell bent on getting rid of fossil fuel.
0: When you talk uh, to your your colleagues, is the sentiment similar? It seems like even many Democrats are not on board here. Yeah, it doesn't sound like. I mean, they know it's
1: just a gimmick. Um, and by the way, you know, we have elections this November. These Democrats are, are, they're worried. They they see that people are mad about gas prices. They're mad about baby formula shortage. And this is all caused by Biden and the Democrats. People are mad at, the, at Democrats right now because they see this is not what they expe- and expe- expected with Biden. They didn't expect these radical left-wing policies. And this caused cause the cost of living to skyrocket like this. I mean, it hurts every family. But boy, if you're poor like my mom... Um, I mean, what she was trying to raise us as kids, I mean, it's devastating when people can't put food on the table. I know I've heard so many stories of people going to food banks in Florida. They had never in their life gone to a food bank or have to take a second job uh, to just try to make ends meet. That's not this is, this is so unfair to families in my in, in my great state.
0: I have a feeling there are a lot of people that regret thinking that they couldn't handle those Trump tweets this day and age. Senator oh, no. Scott, <laughs> thank you so much. as always. Right. It's really appreciated. Brian. All right, and um, gun control dividing lines, gas taxes, and twenty twenty four talk. My top three takeaways up next here in the Brian Mud Show. It's Radio Six Ten WION News Radio.